Do you love the idea of personal growth, but find the practice of it exhausting? We get it. We're Brandon and Megan Giggling, growth coaches with the mission to put the personal back in personal growth. If you want a new way of growing into the next version of you without the frustration, guilt, and overwhelm, you're in the right place. It's time to rethink your growth journey and make it into something that works for you. You in? Welcome to Growth Reframed. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Growth Reframed. We're so happy you're here. Man, we have been getting into it lately. The last couple weeks have been some amazing episodes, some amazing content. Go back and make sure you give a listen. Last week, we talked about whether or not you are happy and what that actually means. So if you haven't yet, go back and give it a listen. But this week, we're going to be talking about the difference of something that's long confused me, to be honest. And I don't know that I ever really reflected on it or thought about it or thought about why this is, but as I've had more time to reflect, more time to, frankly, sit in therapy and dissect my thinking, my psychology behind what I'm doing, I've been able to figure out the difference and try to separate this. And what that is, is the difference between self-work and self-care. Now, as I said, for a long time, I didn't really differentiate between the two. I thought self-care, it was kind of all-encompassing. Like if you're, if you're working on yourself, if you're doing things to try to be a better version of yourself or all the different things that we've heard, then that all falls under the umbrella of self-care. But the, where I fell off is I always used to think that self-care had to be a productive time. Because when you think about self-care, a lot of times I was like, well, it's got to be furthering my cause. It's got to be getting me to a better place. It's got to whatever the benchmark is that you're saying it needs to deliver. But ultimately, when you're saying it has to deliver something, you're not necessarily practicing self-care. The conclusion I've come to with all of it is, first of all, self-care and self-work are two different and necessary things. But ultimately, they all fall under the umbrella of self-love. But today, I hope to take some time to break down the differences between the two so that hopefully you find a good balance in your own life and can start to be more productive, more happy, more clear, and frankly, more in love with yourself. So first off, let's start with self-care. So again, I told you before, with self-care for me, I thought... It was putting in the work. Uh, It was all things that I used to think I had to do. Like I would even catch myself saying, well, I have to do this because it's the best thing for me or I have to do that or I have to do this. And your words can actually help you describe or make it clear to yourself of how you're actually feeling about it. Because if you're ever saying that you have to do something in a negative context, You need to listen to that because you're actually telling yourself that there is some negativity behind that and you need to unpack and explore that a little bit more. What I've learned over time is that self-care or self-care practices that people put in place, they're actually there to refuel you. So they're not supposed to take away from anything in your life. They're actually meant to be there to refuel you. And a lot of times I I really make self-care difficult. I... I make it like it's some time that I have to have planned and we all complain about not having enough time or not having enough energy or not having enough of whatever. But at the end of it, 
I make it into a big complex thing. Surprise, surprise, I know. <laughs> it's kind of my nature. But the, the reality is self-care is anything you can do for yourself to refuel, refuel yourself, to nourish yourself, to pamper yourself, to treat yourself, to allow yourself to just be. And at the core of what self-care is, it's really meant to renew your spirits. So a lot of times we can fall into a cycle of feeling down. We can fall into a cycle of feeling bad about ourselves. We can fall into that negative pattern that we can all fall into the traps of. And then we forget to take care of ourselves or we think we're not worthy enough to be taken care of or we think we don't deserve it because we haven't hit these certain benchmarks that we've set. Therefore, we shouldn't even be taking a break at all. I want to list off a few things that I find really helpful for my own self-care and let just hopefully show that it's it's a simplified process. Okay, so first one is just getting enough sleep. So sleep's important. Uh, we know that when we're kids, like we know our kids need enough sleep to make sure they're not grumpy little tyrants. Well, sorry, y'all, we got to do the same thing. So if you're not getting the right amount of sleep, if you're not doing things like eating well or not even like a diet, but just watching what you eat, eating a lot of excess sugar, different things that you're doing that are not helping you at all. Taking time to just be, and I kind of touched on that a minute ago, but taking time to just be by yourself with yourself and not have really a plan or anything on the schedule, just allow yourself to reflect and allow yourself to just sit in a level of contentment without all the busyness. And in this, you can think about what are the things you enjoyed? Like what are, what are the things that you enjoy doing? The reality is this is going to be difficult for some people to answer because we've probably, for some of us, we've fallen into the cycle for so long that we have a lot of trouble finding enjoyment in anything. But what are the things that light your soul on fire? What are the things that just get you happy and excited? What are the things that you just enjoy doing? For me, one of the simple ways that I'm able to disconnect and really apply some self-care, even though it does include another person, because self-care can include another person as long as it's doing something that's nourishing you, even though it's about yourself, other people can be involved. In this case, I will make time, not every night, but some nights to play video games with my son. It's a connection time that we can have together, but just as important as that is the time that I get to disconnect from the stresses of, of life is the times that I get to focus on the activity I'm doing without being pulled away from the thousands of other things that I have to do. Really in self-care, you're trying to figure out intentional ways and healthy ways to disconnect. Because trust me, all there are also unhealthy ways to disconnect. And we all know what those are. So in this, again, you're trying to add something to your life. You're not trying to take away. So finding activities for you that fill you up. And you might go have to go back to when you were a child or when you were younger or a time when you can think about and reflect on when you were happiest in your life. What were you doing in that time? What were the activities you did? Why were you so happy? What was around that time that allowed you to be in such a great mental space? Go back to that time, dissect it, figure out some things and ways you can implement that in your own life. But don't fall into the trap that I did of thinking that self-care has to be a major production. I used to be like, yeah, you know, I was going to do self-care, but I, you know, I got out of work and I really couldn't get out to the trail and hike. And that's where I feel the most at peace, but I couldn't really do that. And then, you know, I was going to go walk in the neighborhood, but then that would take so much time. And then, and then, and then, and we're all guilty of believing our own BS and our own excuses. Okay. 
So for me, I had to un- I had to realize that I don't need to make it such a big thing. And that's one of my personal things that I have to deal with. But maybe that is for you too. What excuses are standing in the way from you getting self-care? Are you just too busy? Well, are there ways that you can put self-care on your calendar to be more intentional about it happening? Or can you do some impromptu self-care right now? Pause the computer, pause your phone, step up, walk around, walk around outside, walk around the building, read something quickly, go on a website, look up some jokes. I, I don't know, but like it doesn't have to be a major production is the point. It can be a really simple thing that you do. And one of the biggest things you can do in these times when you're trying to think about ways to practice self-care and if you even need self-care and if you could even or should even prioritize self-care, you got to think about the last time you've listened to your body or listened to your mind. Have you given yourself time to think about what you need? Have you given yourself time to figure out how you're actually feeling? Because if you've been in a cycle like I was for a long time of being burnt out and burned down and just depressed and anxious and unhappy and in the never ending groundhog day, like I always talk about, if you find yourself in that cycle, you have to break it somehow and you have to reflect and start to listen to the needs of your body and the needs of what you want. And again, this all comes down to self-love. So now let's move on to self-work because self-work is another category of this, okay? And it's different from self-care because self-work is how it sounds, (laughs) self-work. And work takes work, y'all. I mean, that's the simplest way you can say it. Self-work, in my experience, is often a really uncomfortable process. It's just what it sounds like. You have to work on improving yourself. And see, this is the compartment of self-care and personal growth and all the things that I'm fighting up and butting, butting up against. And if I'm honest, I was always butting up against because I felt like it all was work. And then at the same time, the gurus or other people in the space would say, well, you know, you need to be staying up late. You need to be doing these things after your kids go to sleep and stay up till midnight and use all the hours of the day and wake up super early in the morning. And every single break you have in the day, you need to be productive and you need to be checking things off your list and you need to be moving the needle and you need to be whatever the catchphrases is in personal growth at the any given time. And we've all heard them if you've been around at all. But in that, they also say, well, make sure that you get rest. Make sure you listen to your body. Make sure you give yourself time to do this, that, and the other. Well, it's counterintuitive, y'all. They're saying to never stop working, never rest, to constantly push through, to constantly do those things. But then at the same time, make sure you're listening to yourself. Make sure you're giving yourself time to meditate and relax and all those things. Well, I don't know about y'all, but there's only so many hours in the day. And I'm not trying to use time as an excuse here, so don't get me wrong. But life is full of things that we have to do. There are musts in life. And in those musts, not all of us have that same amount of time. And so with self-work, it's really taking that time. And I trust me, I just had a whole year of it in 2022 of deep reflection, of deep time thinking about and processing and trying to understand why my mind is going where it's going. Why are my patterns following the same thing? Like every single day seems the same. Every time I try something new, it ends up the same and I end up in the same place. Why is that? And why am I doing it? 
And you have to look at your life events and what's perpetuating these situations and what's causing these situations and what's causing frustration and what people are frustrating you and why they're frustrating you. And just going further and further down the rabbit hole to do the work to hopefully find the foundation of what's causing these issues in your life. And one of the self-work things for me was exercise. It does take time. It does take energy. It does provide energy too, but also it's sucking energy away sometimes. Like I love running y'all, but I've been on a break from running right now because I was being intentional about what my mind needed over what my body needed. And I'm not suggesting you do any of this, but you have to understand and pick what you want to do. But you got to strike a balance. That's the most important thing. You have to be able to strike a balance because both self-care and self-work, they are different. Again, they fall under that umbrella of self-love, but they're all imperative to your journey. So you can't really have one without the other. There should be a balance. And see, for a long time, when I jumped into this personal growth space, I thought, I just need to be growing my business. I just need to be you know, impacting millions of people. I need to be out on stages. I need to be running and serious about my fitness and journaling and you know, creating habits and doing all these different things and checking all these boxes for what someone else told me to do. And I did it all under the guise of self-care. And it was killing me, y'all. It was killing me. Because I didn't know it at the time, but what I was doing is self-work. And so under the guise of self-care, I was providing myself with a bunch of self-work and I was exhausting myself further and further and further. And while I was doing that, I was feeling guilty about the fact that I wasn't accomplishing the things that I said I was supposed to do. And then I was constantly seeing other people and reading books and listening to podcasts and having people tell me that I just have to do more and more and more and more. And then I will be happy and then I will have success and then, and then, and then. Some of you might be in that space right now. And I want you to know you're not alone. I found myself in the same space. I was working myself to death. I was stressing myself to death. I was exercising myself to death. I was trying to do everything that someone else told me I had to do to be happy and content and take care of myself. But it was all self-work and no self-care. And the fact is, I said, there has to be a balance because there does have to be a balance. I'm in that balance right now, and I'm butting up against it right now because I took the whole year of 2022 to shift completely from doing almost 100% self-work to doing almost 100% self-care. And that's why I say you have to listen to your body and mind because there's seasons of this too. There's got to be a balance, but it's not ever going to be a perfect balance. There's seasons of this and you have to be clear on what you need. But for me, because I focused so much this past year in 2022 on self-care, now I'm trying to get back into the commitment level of providing some self-work too. And there are healthy levels of them, but there's also extremes to both of them. And I've lived both of the extremes. In self-work, it's awesome to work on yourself. It's awesome to dig deeper. It's awesome to try to improve yourself. 
but you don't have to do that on everything you do at every time and every space and waste all your energy and waste all your mind power on that at all times. You can overwork yourself. It is possible. As much as people don't want to talk about the fact that you can overwork yourself, we live in a very overworked society. And I'm not trying to take away from hard work, but if you're working to the point of killing yourself or burying yourself in a hole or so stressed out that you can't even see straight, I would argue that that's overwork. I firmly believe you can be overworked. I also firmly believe you can be overcared. <laughs> a lot of us will focus on self-care so much that we're like, well, we're just got to do right by me and we forget about other people. Or we say, well, we just got to do right by me and that does really doesn't work for me right now. So I'm not even going to go to work and I'm not going to do this. And you know what? It makes me feel good to buy things. So I'm just going to go buy a million things, even though I can't afford them. Or I'm going to go overindulge on this food right now because that's what my body needs. Sometimes y'all that's okay, but not all the time. The fact is you can overindulge on both of them, but you need to understand number one, that there's a difference between them. And number two, how you're going to make time for both of them. How will you incorporate both of these into your life? Understand now that you know there's a difference between the two, and I hope I've explained it well enough, that you have to figure out how you're going to make that work for you. I don't know what season you're in. Sometimes it might be more than the other. Sometimes you might be like me and need a little bit more self-care. And then sometimes you might need a little bit more self-work. But you have to be clear with where you're at and what you need and what you want. And ultimately, not let either one prevent you from having self-love. You got to figure out what season you're in. You got to figure out a balance for what you need. And you have to love yourself throughout the whole process. I hope this touched your heart, y'all. I hope there's some takeaways. I hope I opened your eyes on the fact that there is a difference between these two. And there is things that you can implement in your life today to make sure that you're living by both of them. If you have questions, reach out to us at Growth Reframed. If you just want to talk, if you just want to chat, if you just want some more strategies, we are here ultimately to serve you. If you think this would help someone else, someone you love, go ahead and share it over on social media and make sure to tag us at Growth Reframed. We love y'all. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Growth Reframed. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. We would love to connect with you, so shoot us a DM on Instagram at Growth Reframed. We love y'all.